Are you a kiddo who dreams? Kinky dreams? Dreams of wearing pants like the ones you grew up with? Well, golly gee, dream no more. Kinky Dreams specializes in printing cute vintage designs of diaper prints, superheroes, and cartoon characters on adult diapers. These handcrafted pants will leave you feeling your full baby fantasy. If you want to get your grabby hands on one of these one-of-a-kind diapers, make sure to use promo code PLAYTIME for 10% off all Kinky Dreams products. Kinky Dreams, making your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. Happy New Year! Are you keeping up with your New Year's resolution? Have you started your New Year's resolution? I, I went to the gym today. It was okay. I felt really weak. I just, you know, you know, like when you go to the gym for the first time in a long time, your body's just kind of like why are we here? What is all this? That was basically me today. But over the weekend, I don't know, I just wanted like a chill weekend. It was the first weekend of the new year. This was like the first weekend where there wasn't a holiday and I wasn't sick. So I just wanted to chill. So I just, I padded up. I got a little high. I watched movies. One movie I did see was Encanto. Um, If you haven't seen it, definitely go see it. And all the rumors are true, and I firmly believe that this movie is not for children. And it seems like Disney keeps making these animated movies that are aggressively being less and less for children. Because this movie deals with a lot of things that, as adults, they hit really hard. And I bet if you're from, you know... A Hispanic family or a family that has, you know, a lot of family values and a lot of family structure, this movie hits, you know, even harder. And my boyfriend and I were just like crying at the end. It was just so beautiful. If you haven't seen the movie, you should definitely go see it. Another movie that we saw over the weekend was West Side Story, the Steven Spielberg version. Um, I'm a musical theater nerd and... I actually really liked his version of this movie. It has, if if you haven't seen West Side Story, it's basically Romeo and Juliet set to music. Um, but the Spielberg movie took a lot of artistic liberties. They didn't so much change the story. They just gave it a lot more background like the musical doesn't really give you a whole lot of background. They're just like these two houses fight or, you know, these two gangs fight. But you know, other than racial tension, they don't really give us a whole lot more where this movie just dives into so many aspects of why they're fighting, why these characters are doing all these things. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. It did not do well at the box office, which is really sad, but it is a beautiful film. And if you love musical theater or if you love West Side Story, I say go check it out. An interesting thing that got brought up before I went to go see West Side Story was I was talking to a friend on Instagram and he messaged me and I won't disclose his name because I don't know if he wants to be if if he wants people to know that he's a stinker because I don't know him at, at, as that and so I'll keep his identity safe but he messaged me and he was like I went to go see a movie um with a suppository and I was like oh, what 
because one, I didn't think of him as a stinker. And then two, I was like, that must be really hard. I don't, I don't know if I could do that. He said he like messed, but not a whole lot. Um, he's like, I don't think suppositories work for me to which I say, no, they work. It, there's like so many factors. It's, it's your diet. It's, you know, what's in your system. It's nerves, you know, a whole lot of things go into it. It's also like, you know, how far up it went. Anywho. So I don't know. I don't think I could go to the movies with a suppository in unless I knew that the movie theater would be like totally empty only because I guess the whole time I would be thinking like oh god do people smell me or like do am I like squirming too much I don't know I don't know I don't think I would ever do it I get well correction if someone told me to do it I probably would do it because I'm very susceptible <laughs> but I don't think I would actively go out of my way like by myself on like a Saturday night like I'm gonna go to the movie with a suppository or who knows maybe I'll be in the mood one day I don't know I don't want to judge myself in the future so but would you would you go to the movie with a suppository let me know In this week's Newsies Niche, I want to talk about the perfect tape job. Have you ever been able to achieve the perfect tape job where the tapes are perfectly symmetrical? I think I've gotten close, but I don't think I've ever been 100% symmetrical. And I think for a lot of us who wear diapers, it is a goal that we have or it's something that we all try to achieve is, you know, perfect symmetrical tapes on our diaper. And so if you've ever been on Twitter, you may have seen this one video where this guy puts on a diaper and he shows how you can get your tapes symmetrical. And a couple weeks ago, I remembered the video, but I couldn't find it for the life of me on Twitter. And so I posted on Twitter saying, does anyone else remember this guy showing how to give a perfect symmetrical tape job? And within 15 minutes, two people sent me Blazar's video. Blazar posted this video a couple years ago of him showing step-by-step how to put on the perfect, you know, how to put on the diaper perfectly. And I think for a lot of people, it is a cornerstone. It is a guide that they go to over and over again. So let me play the audio from his video. Hey, how are you doing? I'm Blazar, and I wanted to make this video simply out of boredom to get my creative juices flowing, so, uh, here we are. A little video on how you can tape your PAMs up properly, or at least the way I do it personally. Now, I know Twitter only allows for 2 minutes and 20 seconds of footage, so I'ma just get right into it. Now, today I'm gonna be using a Navy Universe diaper called Little Paws because they're good pals and good people, and also they're thick. But enough rambling, let's drop them pants, get them PAMs, and let's just jump into it. Alright, bottoms on, so we want to start out by ensuring that the front and back wings are positioned on the same horizontal pl- Okay, hold on, let me just- just get this fabric. Ah, much more liberating. Now, if you want, before you pull up the front wings, you can dab some baby powder all around at this step. I just gotta cut it short, so I'm skipping the step entirely this time. Now, at this step, I tend to tape up the bottom tapes first. I'll show you why in a second. The way I determine the first tapes are through the feel of it wrapping around my leg, and, uh... For printed diapers like this one, I find the border between the white middle part and the colorful edges, and just try to land it in between. 
Once both bottom tapes have landed and has a rather symmetrical look, I then bend the edges of the absorbent pad inwards so it won't get tight back there when I eventually close my legs, since I taped up the bottom tapes first to allow my legs to move around a bit freely. But what I do then is close my legs slightly to allow a more accurate measure for the top tapes to land. This ensures that the top tapes won't land too far apart, risking the feeling of the diver not fitting precisely. Now, we're almost done. But I'm gonna get down to some finishing touches for both a snug fit and a good looking pam around her waist. Now I'm gonna grab the bottom of the front wing on one edge, then I pull it all the way down to the side of my waist. Then I grab the top part at the same side of the wing and pull it towards me. If possible, I now grab the bottom of the back wing on the same side, open up beneath the front wing, and push the line of the back wing underneath, once again all the way down to the side of the leg. I repeat the process on the opposite side and bam, that's it. Damn, you're looking good, my dude. So now you're dry and secure with fashion, ready to show all the other baths that you be rocking those pants, huh? Now you just gotta grab your pacifier and your YouTube wrapped cuddlekin, and you're all set to have a fun day as the baby you were meant to be. Thank you all so much for watching, and I'll see you another time. Oh, shit. Well, here we go again. So it's a really fun video. The production quality is just kind of like through the roof, at least for me. You know, he could have just gotten a camera and laid down and done a step-by-step, -step, but he does all these cuts, and the audio quality is amazing, and it has sound effects, and if he didn't get at the end, he wet himself, so he has to change again. So I thought... How about I get Blazar into Newsy's Nook and talk about, one, why did he create this video, what has he learned along the way, and then an important thing we brought up was, you know, once your diaper is wet, how do you enjoy it, you know, how do you enjoy yourself in your diaper? So here is my conversation with Blazar. Truthfully, I was bored. I was actually just, well... That's partially the truth. I was unemployed, really. Um, I was working as a waiter previously, but we were planning on moving down south to where my fiance was working closer because I was like, I don't really know if I want to be a waiter. And I do have other interests, like countless other, other interests. So, so I quit that. And then I was like, you know what? Editing, video editing is fun. I know I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Let's do something. And then just one day I felt bored. And I was like, what if I could inspire myself? in the sense that I want to inspire myself to do more editing and I'll need a motivator. <laughs> and that was where my kink came in the picture. My really? kink is a huge, huge motivator. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, yes, it is. I mean, you know, and then it's even better when you could like mix it a little bit with other things that you enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like sound engineering and, and, and that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. How about we just go nuts like let out that shamelessness and just make a video on how to put on a diaper. I've learned this trick sometime way back. I'll get into that later. So yeah, see how it works. Get a bit of uh, a couple of like creative sequences in like the whole like baby powder thing, just to see what people will say. It's, it's just going to be fun. It's just going to be a little, little thing I'll post. Some people will probably enjoy it. So yeah, that's how it manifested. And that was how I went into my production and I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. <laughs> Good. I mean, it turned out amazing. Was it a one hit wonder? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a one take. It was a one take, one hit wonder. Yeah. Uh, like the taping up absolutely was, there were a few things like, like throwing the diaper and having it land on the couch and do the proper match cut as I was zooming out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like the tape up part was, a, was, was a one take. 
Wow. Did you consider yourself a taping master or a changing master before before you did this video? No, not, not entirely. Um, I knew the trick that I had was like was guaranteed to work. Absolutely. But when it comes to like changing, I can only do that on myself. If I were to do it on another person, like as soon as it's just 45 degrees, a different angle, I'll, I'll suck at it. Cause yeah, I'm not used to doing it on other people. I only do it on myself. So there's no plans to make a part two. Here's how you diaper another person. No, unless I feature someone who's really good at it themselves. And of course, if they give permission to it. Uh, all yeah. right. However, I did plan, I've been planning that for years because some people have been asking for it. I did plan on making a single tape one because I do have a slight trick, but with just a very, very slight cost, just like adherence wear. For single tapes? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, we'll get to that trick in a second. Let's get into what has the response been? I mean, did you, did you foresee the response being as positive as it has been? No. Well, well, I was hoping people would enjoy it, but I'd never expected it to blow up like that. That was that was surreal. <laughs> like on the day that it just kept going and going and going and people kept commenting and liking it and sharing it. I, I just felt the love, you know, I, I had no idea. I did not expect how well it was going to be received. Right. And it's and it's been on Twitter for what? A, at least a year now, I would say. I, I, I don't have the date in front of me. And I know, at least for me, I asked a couple days ago because I was in the mood to put a diaper on, but I wanted to do it perfect. I don't know. I was in the mood for perfection. Yeah. And I remember seeing your video and I was like, ah, I can't find it anywhere because I didn't remember your <laughs> username. And so I just did a casual <laughs> Twitter post. Like, does anyone remember that guy put, doing like an instructional video how to put diapers yeah. on? And within 15 minutes, someone sent me your video and I was like, this video lives with people. Like, I don't know if you fully understand that, like, it lives in in the zeitgeist of ABDL, right? It Like, it's just there. It's, it's like Madonna, right? You say the word and we think of your video. At least it is for me. I'm still finding it hard to believe. That's the thing. Like, it has become a bit like a, of a foundation, like a standard. And, and that was exactly the thing I was not expecting. Like, people still come to it now. People are still coming to it and liking it and sharing it. When I thought, okay, that would be like a one take, just a little thing that people could enjoy when I posted it. And like, I especially love it with like with your instance, when people are like, what was that video? What was that video? I need help. And then they, they, they turn to my video to, right? as like a guideline. It's so crazy to believe. Yeah. Let's mm -hmm. talk about, because you do put in baby powder um, in the beginning. Yeah. Rules. There are, there are rules when you're changing someone in terms of baby powder, right? Like it could make the tapes less sticky. What's your advice on baby powder and not making the tapes, you know, faulty? Well, to be honest, I don't really use baby powder myself. Uh, oh, okay. That much, that much. Mm -hmm. I have it because I wanted to try it, and sure, it, like, it, like it can smell good and can it can feel fun and fluffy, but it's not really like the main focus to me. That was why I was doing like, you can add some baby powder if you want at this step. So yeah, um, Op optional <laughs> optional instruction here. It's optional. Yeah, you're not forced to do this if like 
especially not if you could be like allergic or something. Is that is that a thing? Well, I I think there are some people that can get allergic to it, but um, yeah. but no, no baby powder is not required. I I mean, um, just re I know for at least me, some people do baby oil or lotion, and that seems like an extra step that I don't I just don't have time for. Right? Yeah, that I, like so I I skip that step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because to me that's the same thing. Like to me, it's just the diaper, like the powder or or oils seem unnecessary to me at least. However. There are some people who are like, okay, this will be great for my skin. I, sh I should be able to have time for it. I mean, some people ain't even into it, you know? Right. So, yeah. It's always a, a to each their own scenario when it comes to changing on what you want to use. Like, of course, if wet and you need to change, wipes would be heavily recommended. I don't do it much, but I definitely do recommend it for the sake of hygiene. Right, right. We all have our own, our own cleanup cleanup routine yeah let's move on to a debate as old as time top tape first or bottom tape first your video goes into the bottom tape is first can you go into your philosophy in why the bottom tape should be first well i shall tell you good sir the reason why uh, okay no I'll, I'll skip that voice no wait no i want that voice i want the voice okay, the whole voice? time <laughs> let's do it so the reason why i use the bottom tapes first is because they are the ones who determine how snuck around the legs the diaper is and with that you're already snuck and available to sort of cup the padding inwards and then close your legs slightly for the top tapes to land more snugly Otherwise, if you had not closed your legs slightly, your tapes would be a bit further apart. The top oh. tapes, that is. <laughs> okay. Right, right. No, I did notice that in your video, and it never dawned on me when you are changing yourself. Yeah. When you do the bottom tapes first, that your legs should be a little more open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because as, as soon as you've handled that, um, I guess you can say, uh, joint, the legs... Like mm -hmm. the leg part, as long as the legs have been handled and you know that this is snuck and not too tight around them, you're free to move them around as soon as you don't mind either the padding getting squished or if you've cupped them like I did. Because that allows you to do that extra step of closing your legs and then ensuring that the top tapes will be snug. So, yeah, that's like my rule of thumb on the bottom tapes. I mean, this is going into semantics and crazy details, but how wide should my legs be open? I mean, am I doing the frat bro on the bus legs open? Am I just doing like a casual open? I've seen, I see, I've seen some people where they kind of make a diamond with their legs when they're changing first. Like, yeah, that's, that's what I gauge. Do. Oh, you do that, the diamond with the that legs. Is, I, I tend to do the diamond because that feels more natural to me. But uh, my opinion is like before the closing your legs slightly part, you just spread your legs to however you like it. Because <laughs> to me, a change, whether it's like for uh, adult baby purposes and security or for DL, it's, 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 it's always going to depend on what makes you the happiest and the most comfortable. Right. And at the end of the day, you're not the dictator of diaper changes. I mean, we're not submitting no. our diaper our diaper changes to you for approval. It's yeah, all Yeah, no, to... no, I didn't give you any homework. <laughs> right, exactly. Thank God, because <laughs> I would fail this class. I um, hate homework, so yeah. Let's get into... So now, we, now we've now we done, you know, the bottom tapes. And in your video, you use um, 
a little paws, which has a lot of designs on it, and it has that really nice um, design of the line going down, and that's how you said in your video that you align the tapes. Yeah. Let's get into what happens if my diaper doesn't have any designs on it. I mean, how am I, how am I gauging where to land this plane if I'm flying blind? Well, uh, well, if you have a landing zone, then it sort of works slightly in tandem with my single tape trick. And by that, I mean, once you have handled, uh, or at least if you want to take the bottom tapes first and you don't know exactly where to put them, um, at least try to just put them gently on so that it won't adhere completely. That way you have it sort of locked, secured, and then you can slightly untape them without losing like losing a minimal amount of adherence mm -hmm. to your liking until you feel like it looks symmetrical and it looks like it, it fits. I mean, there are multiple times where I am lying down and I'm like, this is so symmetrical. And then I look at it in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to like be administered into a psych ward because this is not <laughs> symmetrical at all. I mean, how do you know that you have them symmetrical when well, you're lying down? I mean, is this where we should get into your trick? Is this where your trick becomes handy? Well, yeah, that's that's like you mean the single type trick, right? Yeah. Yes, that is what I sort of meant about like adherence control, where you're like you start putting your tapes tapes very gently on to lock it in and then adjust as you see fit. And by that I mean like like placing the tapes as lightly as you can to lose minimal adherence. That way you can remove untape it again and be like, okay, maybe I should move it like half centimeter this way. How does that look? Does that look s symmetrical? Okay, then you tell yourself, does that feel snuck or does that feel too loose? Just um, it's 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 like a trial and error thing, right? And yeah, so, yeah, trial and error. Right, exactly. So something that just popped into my head is kind of like anything. If you're building something, you have to make sure the foundation is right. Do you spend time perfecting putting your butt? in the diaper and making sure you are aligned from the beginning on the back? Well, I used to. I think when it comes to diapering yourself up, that would be the first step to perfect because it, it follows the guideline of what size diaper do you use? Like, do you use a small, a medium, or a large, or an extra large? Because by then, you would know that the average length, I guess, of the diaper mm -hmm. is 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 very clear to you. So like I use medium. So I will at the first, of course, I was struggling being like, okay, is it is it too far up or is the front of it going too far high up on my stomach or or that kind of stuff? It, it's something you'd struggle with initially. But over time, it's kind of like a skill that you wouldn't know how you mastered. You just will eventually know. Now at the beginning of my video, I sort of did a little little tip for people who might have just started out, being like, make sure that the back wing is aligned with the top wing when you pull the top wing over your mm -hmm. privates. So mm -hmm. if you see that, oh, okay, it is parallel to the bottom part, then that would usually be where you would want to start taping it up. You know, right. so, so it's sort of aligned vertically, I guess you could say. I guess you could say that. I yeah. mean, that... I mean, I think it's almost related to, I mean, when you're starting out and you go buy your first diaper online at Tykeables, ABU, wherever you want to go, uh -huh. 
it's kind of like clothing, right? Like, how do I know if I'm medium or small? Because technically, on the website, I should be a medium, but I'm one of those crazy people that I like my diaper a little more snug than maybe you're like your average person. So I buy small so I can yeah. be like a little more snug. And then there's some people that are true mediums, but they buy large because they want to, you know, pack their pants with like everything under the sun, you know, stuffy, um, you know, boosters and all that other fun jazz. So yeah, I feel like sizing is something too, that you just learn with time. Like you just learn what your size is over time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You learn what your size is and you learn how to apply that size properly. Right. It, it's an innate thing. It's, it is usually not something like surface level. No, no, it's not. So yeah, that, that is sort of my advice because right now I never even consider it whenever I, I, I land my butt on the diaper. I'm just like, yeah, I know that. I know that's the one. And then maybe I'm like, oh, okay, I missed. Let's just adjust it without even having to look at it because I mean, your body's in the way. Just adjust until you know that it's right. And like 95% of the time you will be accurate. Right. Would you ever make a sequel of standing up? Because I know there's, I know for me, my go-to is actually standing up rather than lying down. I don't know what it is. I just prefer standing than lying down changing. Would yeah. you ever make a sequel? I mean, that's, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Although I am actually not used to diving up, standing up. Like, of course, I would need to go into research for that if I were to like translate what other people's expertise would be like. Because in that case, you would certainly be like a hundred times better than me at that. I just prefer standing up because like then I could like, I don't know, wiggle my body more. I don't know. I just feel like I'm more flexible standing up than lying down. I feel like when I'm lying down, I'm like a tortoise on its shell, just yeah. useless, just wailing away. It sounds like fun. Yeah, I, I, I like the way you think. I think for me, when it comes to preferring laying down, um, that would both not just be practical for me, but I also like that sort of humiliating sense of help helplessness where I'm like, okay, I'm laying down. Goodness me, what, what am I, what am I going to do? I feel compromised. That's mm. fun. <laughs> so then I guess my question now is... Do you identify more AB or DL? Or definitely, do you know what your mixture is? Definitely DL. I'd say 92% DL. A little bit of AB because I do have a pacifier. I do have a 1C that one of my friends sent me. So, and I, I tend to enjoy like wearing those sometimes and just being goofy and being like, oh, this is my bed space. I can talk like this because it's my off day. And just have a good time, you know? Right. There's no rules. Yeah, no, there are no rules. That can be very liberating, but m like most of the time, 92% of the time, it's, it's the diaper lover aspect because it is a fetish to me. Right, right. Um, let's get into an argument I have with a lot of people. Um, so when any time someone changes me, and it could be from, you know, the Olympian of diaper changers. Uh -huh. I still have this tendency as, as as soon as they're done, I have to adjust the tapes. I don't know what it is. I just have to I just have to confirm that, you know, yes, this is great. And I readjust them. Are you the right. same way? When someone changes you? Do you readjust your tapes? Yeah, I do. Yeah. What do you think that stems from? 
Well, uh, that's a good question. I like, like stems from like you biologically or no, do you think it's just cause we're all a bunch of brats and we have to like adjust <laughs> our tapes or because I know for at least some changers, you know, the initial reaction is, oh, they don't like my tape job. And it's, and it's not that it's more of it's not just a weird quirk that I have. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's, that's common to me that that should be a natural thing because as soon as someone else's changes you, it cuts away one, like one stimulant, I guess. And that being feeling for themselves, how snuck it feels, you know, they lose that. So they won't have that sensation as a guideline being like, oh, okay, this, I cannot feel how snug it is, but it looks snug. And to that, I say, that is why it's great for you to, after the change, to adjust to your liking. Because only you, yourself, know when it feels optimal and snug and proper. And there aren't any, like, creases here that might be irritating your skin here or there and that kind of stuff. So I'm all for adjusting afterwards because that is just your stimulant that they didn't have confirming and optimizing the job. Right. Do you fluff your diaper before you put it on? Rarely, strangely enough. Um, oh, okay. Rarely because when I do, I know that the, uh, the structure, the integrity of the fluff uh, sort of loses a bit of that after wedding. And that, and that falls into like one of the more niche and extremes sub sub parts of my kink. So yeah, I can go further into those if you want later on. What do you wait? I'm confused. What do you mean? Well, I can go to detail now if you want. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm in a book. Well, what I like to do sometimes is just is play with my diaper. That's really fun. That, that, that is uh, very arousing to me and especially when it's wet. So I like to just hold it, dangle at it, like admire it, put it on my face sometimes. And with that, I would like for the integrity of the padding, the, the, the fluff to, to, to hold, to last a bit longer. And I feel like whenever I fluff the diaper, even though that is a great thing to do, it makes it lose that just, just ever so slightly. Oh, That's just I, a me thing. Oh, I understand. Like after you've used it, you like, you like being able to rub it on your face and not have all the fluff like drop to like, you know, the back of it, right? Yeah. Like, you like get the, the fluff to stay stuff. where it is. Yeah, exactly. Got Make sure that it's, it. it's consistent and not lumpy and, and uneven. Oh. Yeah, that's that, a, that's a niche thing for me. Is that a great pastime of yours, just taking off that wet, soggy diaper and just putting your, fa putting your face in it? Oh, that's the best. <laughs> Trust me. You're like, that's how I end this session. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe even start with it if I'm eager, if I'm, like, really in the mood. Maybe even tape it on and just, just, just enjoy that while I feel compromised, you know? Do you tape it on your face? Yeah, hell yeah, uh -huh. absolutely. And I and I post it on Twitter a lot. <laughs> You're like that. That's that's where all the proof is. Just look there. Yeah, one hundred percent. Are you a for for the kiddos out there that have the anatomy? Are you a point up or point down person? Ooh, uh, mostly point down. But sometimes when I know that I'm I'm gonna have a long day. 
and that I want to soak the diaper all the way through, I start point up so that the front part will get covered as early as possible, especially when I sit down. Especially when I sit down, because if, I, if it was pointing downwards and I had to wet it a lot, then it would sort of reach out the backside. Mm-hmm. And when I sit down on it, I do tend to risk a couple of leaks. But then again, that's, that's just inevitable. So yeah, I like making that. sure. Go ahead. No, I no, I liked what you were gonna say because my next question is, um, I always feel like, and I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that deals with this. Is when I start pointing down and I am just becoming a human waterfall, I feel mm-hmm. like I start leaking anytime I sit down, and I'm like, ah, oh, there's so much more diaper to be to to be had, and I'm yeah, already exactly. leaking. What the what like what the hell? Yeah. I think I think we are to just accept that that's an inevitability. Like, sure, these diapers can definitely last a lot, and they should be totally fine not leaking, at least when they're free-flowing and no pressures landed on them. But when you sit down, then fluid dynamics and physics is just going to kick in, and you cannot beat that you're just squeezing whatever fluid out of the creases because that's the, the the easiest route for them that's where they want to go just out the creases and into your cushion <laughs> no no science should not be applied to diapers should, should... Uh, <laughs> no well, <laughs> um unless you were like in in zero g or had a magical one that would just that would just keep the liquid in right yeah what about do you do diaper yoga to make sure you are wetting every last space in that diaper? Yes. Absolutely. Do you have any diaper like, poses, diaper yoga poses that are like your go-to? Well, yeah. Um, I, I'm always, um, I'm always grounded on my legs, like on my knees when I do it. Like when I'm on my knees, I lean forward if I want to cover the front part. And I sort of tend to lean backwards because I know that I'm flexible enough to do that while lifting up um, and covering, just sort of like placing my hands around the back part of the waist to make sure I won't leak when I want to cover it from behind. So yeah, I definitely do yoga because I just want an optimal, completely 100% covered, flooded pamp. I mean, same. And then, and then you take it off and then you put it on your face. Yeah, Exactly. Or I drape it, drape it over my body, or so drape that it as much of it body. covers. Right, that's exactly. also really fun. Yes. So it sounds like diapers are very sexual for you. Have you partaken in the um, in in the diaper sex? Well, like when you say diaper sex, how do you define that? Do you define it with them on or with like like actual intercourse? I mean, I've always been of the generalization where sex is very specific to you. So I guess I guess the question now is, uh, what is diaper sex to you and how do you incorporate diapers into your sex? Sure. Um, well, to me, because I usually do this solo, um, I would define it as grinding, like patting, grinding up against each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because um, I guess not a lot of people know this, but I am asexual in real life. Okay, which is a bit of a shock, I'm sure. 
No, why would it be a shock? Well, I guess, yeah, I guess that's fair. Thank you for, for receiving it well. But yeah, it's because like something is up with my body. Something is up with my body when it comes to my skin. It's super duper sensitive on certain areas. And that has resulted in when someone else were to like touch or grope or fondle my privates, like directly touch, touching them without me doing it, I just sort of curl up and feel really, really uncomfortable. And, and I hate that. On the contrast, however, mm-hmm. my libido is raging. Like, it's crazy. I get horny a lot. But that means that the way I sort of satisfy myself is through masturbation. And that only I am the one who can sort of touch that part. Whether it's, yeah, well, just all parts down there. And that is also why the diaper is, 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 is a great way to deal with that. Mm-hmm. when it comes to interacting with, with other people because that would allow me to like have people grind up against my diaper whether it's their 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 diaper or if it's their penis and just satisfy them that way while I'm not feeling uncomfortable so that's one way to do it another way to do it would be having someone like have control over the diapers like maybe take mine off and push it up against my my face while I masturbate, that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Or taping it up around my face while I masturbate. Mm-hmm. I've never tried that before, but I would allow it. I would allow that. There you go. Now people know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. And I like that you have found a way to incorporate diapers as, as a pleasure. Um, oh, yeah. Diaper grinding. Let's talk about diaper grinding. I mean, are we talking with a wand? Are we talking like you're on the washing machine and it's on like a very high setting and you're just like smoking a cigarette going to town? I mean, <laughs> let's talk about your diaper grinding uh, habits. Right. So since I, I rarely ever do this with other people, the only sort of diaper grinding, grinding I've been doing is front to front, like a diaper front to a diaper front. Mm-hmm. Or... Uh, me on all fours while someone grinds my behind or if no one's around just a pillow just uh, just a pillow just a pillow yeah I've never tried a wand I really want to try a wand though <laughs> Ooh. well I don't know you said you're very sensitive I know wands for me are like like if you take the wand out this session is ending 50 minutes early nice like that that's what wands are for me I mean like I mean Great, great experience. But like, if you want to end the scene very quickly, pull the wand out. If you wanted to keep going, maybe not take the wand out. That's just right, for yeah. me. They're just very, is... very uh, intense, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, that would be, that's totally fair. Like, for me, it would probably last a bit longer. And I do like, like, it probably, I probably wouldn't allow someone else to use the wand on me um, because that is like them controlling an already like, second point contact and even if it is just the diaper the way i've heard it it working on your privates even with your diaper on sounds like sounds like a fairy tale because once again i've never tried it but i really want to so i would want to have control over it myself for me i find it really 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 hard to get off hands-free i think i've only done it once by the way i recorded that and by the way, I posted that on Twitter. So that was a bit historic. Um, but yeah, no, 
I never really do it hands-free. I've never really been able to do it <clears throat> while wearing a diaper. I've always needed to use my hand to masturbate in order to actually get off. So, Same. yeah. You, you know what? I'm glad that you said it. I'm glad that you said that because I always feel like they're, when I'm talking to people, they're always like, oh, are you going to like, going to hump a pillow and get off hands free? And I always feel kind of guilty because I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. I need to do, I need to either use my hand or use a wand. Those yeah, no. are the only ways I'm finishing. And sometimes I feel like it's a fantasy for a lot of people like to get off hands free. And I've just never been able to, to achieve that. Right. No, no. And I've never been able to achieve it since. I've only done it that one time. It was fucking incredible but yeah <clears throat> there was even a trick that one of my friends told me about where it was um where you would have to like wet the front part of it so that it would become more moist and lubricant for you to actually hump properly but no no i tried that and it, and it never worked either it sort of just became painful in the end i mean i guess the only time i've done hands-free and Hopefully this isn't too much TMI for you, but it was in a in a um, well, in a messy diaper. In a what? Let me just let me just interject and say it can never be TMI for me. So yeah, you can tell me anything, and you can also ask me anything. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. well I was just gonna say that the only time I've ever gotten off hands free, and I mean I wouldn't even count it hands free because I was using like a wand for like a good five minutes beforehand, and then I switched to just humping. So like. I revved up the engine a little bit. I kind of cheated. Yeah. But like it was in the most soiled diaper. We're talking like, you know, I think I even put like lube in there too to just make it extra, you know, squishy down there. But it was like messy yeah. and wet and all that other fun jazz. But I did use the wand to like get there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I can definitely understand why you would do that. Like gain the momentum, gain the excitement, and then keep the momentum going by humping. That would that wouldn't make a lot of sense, yeah. I wish I could do that, but whenever I gain momentum, it's like the brakes are constantly there. That means if I slightly lose it, it's like, oh, well, there we go. It's on hold. Right. So yeah. <laughs> unless unless there are like some times where I'm so in the mood that just touching it ever so slightly and then edging on and then trying to stop would still keep the momentum going. So that whenever I just touch it with a finger a little bit that could push it over the edge that's really really fun to try i guess you could sort of analogize it on with with like a road like is the road slippery for me then it's easier but if it's dry and 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 there's a lot of friction then yeah that's how it, that it could stop like i would try to get in it i would try to get pushed over the edge and then i'm like oh wait i just thought of something different losing like that momentum entirely and i'm like okay never mind when you're having these diaper humping sessions with yourself, are mm -hmm. they all in your imagination? Are you going through Twitter? What what uh what does it for you? Depends on accessibility. Um, if I were to hump, since I usually just hump a pillow, um, mm -hmm. I would be in a position that would make it hard for me to like scroll down on my phone and look at images. So sometimes I'm like I stop. I, I, I lean on my back. I look at some nice eye candy on my phone. And I'm like, okay, that's really getting me going. And then I begin to thrust and then just put my phone down to really find the proper position. Of course, that'll never get me off, but it's still really, really fun to do and feels great. 
Right. So it, so it's a lot of like, look at the phone, get you going. Hum, yeah. Yeah. Imagination. And just, and just have a good time. And then I'm like, okay, now I really want to push it to the edge. And then I want to have to just, you know, untape it and yeah. Just get that fapping going. Nice. Mm-hmm. In wrapping up, what would you say to first, what would you say to someone who is diapering up themselves for the first time? What, like, what is one advice that you would bestow upon them? Or what is, what, what is an advice that you would tell yourself, your younger self when they were first taping themselves up? Uh, well, first bask in the surreal feeling that you're actually doing this for the first time <laughs> like savor that like really truly enjoy that this is a milestone that you've reached like because i remember and can i go on a little tangent mm-hmm. i remember first time when i was in high school i ordered my first adult diapers which were like the old very old before abu was actually a good company uh cloth back cushies Okay. Like I was so tense when I got the box and I was bringing the box home. I was like, this is actually happening. And mm-hmm. then I opened up the pack and they were just enormous. Like to my eyes, because back then I was just used to like baby diapers. Right. They were enormous and they felt enormous when I placed my butt on it. And when I pulled it over my privates and I taped it up, it felt so enormous. So I think my advice, even if it's not truly like diapering up tip related mm-hmm. is just, truly truly savor that you're actually doing it because this could have been a potential dream of yours for five or 10 years and now you're actually doing it right so, yeah no, i love i love what you said ba- bask in it and you bring mm-hmm. up a very uh nostalgic point too i remember when my when i bought my first i would call them premium diapers right your tykables or your or your abus Yes, they yeah. look they look huge when you when you buy them for the first time because you know you're just so used to like depends or you know baby yeah. diapers. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I may not have basked in the crinkleness of the cloth back ones, but also do say to yourself if you are surprised by it that when you're like open up a pack of, of plastic like little, little paws or the tykables again, just 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 listen to them, and maybe you'll be like. Holy crap, they're loud. <laughs> That's loud. Right. Yes, I'm excited that... to walk like like this for a couple of hours or days. Right. Yeah. But then also another side tangent, if we're going on tangents, I always tell people when you are in public, yes, it may seem crazy loud to you, but to the average person, at least in my opinion, it 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 doesn't register. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, the way I have with the mindset of, of, of going public with them, well, semi-public, is do it to what you feel is safe and comfortable. Like to me, because I'm a bit of, a, I'm a bit of an, exhibit, an exhibitionist, mm-hmm. I get the rush of going out in public with them because I do have it covered up, but I also do enjoy the idea of like bending down or having a little bit of the waist peeking out just 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 knowing that some people could gaze their eyes on that and they will start feeling things whether it's like weirdness or excitement and again like yeah do not be too afraid of the crinkling part because 
it is barely recognizable out in public. People are talking, people are walking. There, there are atmospheric sounds like like city stuff and car horns and that kind of stuff that make them barely audible at all. And even then, if someone hears it, they're either going to be completely oblivious or they would be into them as well. Right. Who knows? You might convert someone. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, can we talk about something? Sure. Did you see that uh, tweet about someone who uh, around their college, I think, posted like a call out printout on like a billboard? No, describe. No, describe what you're talking about. So what they did was that they printed out the Husky Peekaboo logo, right? Okay. And then they wrote down, like, if you recognize this Husky, (laughs) contact this, like, of course, it was like a throwaway email or an undercover email, which I think is just so cool. I think (gasps) it is so cool for them to be like, yeah, this is a secret code. If you recognize this, then you can't judge because you are part of that group as well. It's such a great way to secretly make friends with people who are into the same thing as you. Right, right. And and if we're going down this rabbit hole, let's talk about how it is insane how you know, when you think when you think of a you know diaper lovers, you think of diapers, passies, onesies, you would never think that a hat with with um with a logo on it that's not even like that says ABDL or diapers or it's it's a cartoon. Yeah. Who would have thought that that would have been the secret code that we now all use when we're out in public? Exactly. It is and such it's a an hat incredible too, thing. right? Like it's not even baby related. It's just a hat. It's just a hat. Exactly. Like if you were out in public with that hat, people are going to look at that cat and they're like, huh, that's pretty cool. Like a cartoon animal. Nice. Kind of fashionable. But if it's someone who knows our community or who is part of the able deal, uh, community or who has ordered from ABU at all, then we'll be like, nice. And maybe even take it a step further and be like, hey, I like your hat. You want to talk? If 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 you don't have like social anxiety, of course, which like for me, I don't care. I, I don't have any social anxiety at all when it comes to making friends. So, so I just sort of look around and, and, and just talk to people, ask people if they want to talk, if I find them interesting. (laughs) So yeah, like another weird thing that I kind of fantasize about is I'm a bartender, you know? Mm -hmm. So I've always wanted to like someday, it might happen eventually, have a customer visit my bar. And then I won't notice that the cap they're wearing would be an ABU cap. and And I would, I could not hold back. I would not be able to hold back saying, I love that cap. And then I might even give him a wink. Right. I would love to do that. I mean, I personally think that, you know, ABU should go a step further and create a like peekaboo hat anonymous page on their website where you just kind of post like, hey, I saw this hat here. Who are you? Yeah, yeah exactly. Because you see it on, I mean, you know, I'm part of a few Telegram, Facebook groups and all this other fun stuff. And you see it all the time, right? Like, I see posts all the time. Like, I saw an ABU hat at LAX. Who are yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Or or someone would be driving in a car and the driver in front of them would have like an ABU sticker on. Yes. It's such a fuzzy feeling, even if there are like two windshields in the way of actually getting in contact. But it, it is very much possible. And the reason why I say it's very much possible is because going back to the guy who posted that thing on his college, 
he actually made an ABDL friend there. <gasps> wow. It actually worked. Can you say, can you, do you think you could be able to find this post again? I'd love to share it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm going to my likes, which is very long because I like a lot of things here. Right. No, actually, no, yeah. you know what? I followed them recently. If I check on my followings. Oh, okay. Should, yeah. No, send it to me. There you go. It's in the chat. Oh, you just sent it to me? Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, it's on Zoom. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good thing we're recording this. I all, What I love about it, too, is like how many times it's been liked and retweeted. Yeah, because it's it was another like revolution, I guess. And it, no and it one totally has... doesn't give away, you know, anything at all right like there there are some people in the community that are like oh you shouldn't mix kink in public places and in a lot of ways what this hat has done or what this design has done is it masks the kink itself it does yeah exactly because like sure people are saying don't mix this with the public and that always goes down to a certain level like sure if you're directing directly involving the kink in public like wearing in public and people everyone can see it sure that would be pretty disturbing and 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 and, and stupid but if there are controlled areas then feel free to do so and that level i guess you can say shifts depend depending on like these controlled areas and the way you execute it and this guy executed this this perfectly absolutely perfectly in a cryptic way that is exclusively recognized only by the people who it appeals to right no good for good good for them yeah good for them so yeah they made a friend because of that i love that mm -hmm. so i asked you the first wrapping up question you know what would you say to some, what would you say to your younger self diapering up for the first time and you said basking in it what would yeah. you say to let's say a daddy a big bro a kiddo a bab you know someone that is diapering up another person for the first time do you have any advice for them um reassurance and that doesn't just go from the changer to the change but also the change to the changer especially if you're doing it for the first time with your partner it always requires reassurance. It does not ever have to be perfect the first time. If you're new to this, always tell each other, does this feel right? This doesn't feel too uncomfortable, right? I'm not like talking too hard to your skin. And the person would be like, no, no, this is good. This is fine. Maybe move this one a bit uh, further up. You can touch this area. This is okay. Always communicate at first. And maybe even the second or the third or the 20th time depending on how long you need to actually get this to work without worrying. Always talk about reassurance because you don't ever have to conform to like a one take perfect tape job. So yeah, that, that is, that is something I would like to, yeah, contribute to the partners who want to engage in this reassurance, communication, making sure that it's done right through these, like through points of contact. Because right. once again, the changed is the only one who knows when it feels optimal. So if they can convey that to the changer, 
that'll make it easier on the changer and that'll make the changing job better. So yeah, that's my advice. I love that communication. Communication mm -hmm. is key. Yeah. Well, thank you, Blazar, for coming to Easy Snook. This has been so much fun. I hope we can do it again sometime, maybe. Sure. Contact me anytime. Sounds good. Where can people find you if they if they haven't seen this video? I mean, where can people find you? Where well, are you on the social medias? Mainly just on Twitter with my ABDL account. Um, it's at Blazar in Pamps. That is B-L-A-Z or Z. A-R-I-N-P-A-M-P-S. Yeah. And then awesome. on my pinned, I have the I have the video on the pinned tweet. So you just got to go into the profile and there it is. There you go. Right in your, right in your face. Right in your face. Check it out. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming to Newsy's Nook. Thank you for having me. This has been, this has been great. <laughs> Yay. You take care now, okay? Bye. Bye-bye. kiddos i hope that has inspired you to get the perfect tape job and to thoroughly enjoy your soggy diaper and if you want to share your soggy diapers with me you can find me on instagram and twitter at newsy baby and make sure to check out that link in bio for my just for fans page where i post all my steamy content and make sure to use promo code newsy baby at the playtime store for a little bit of a discount all right kiddos i gotta go change see ya Bye. Hey, do you know how to read? I don't know how to read, but I heard Playtime has a new bi-weekly online kink magazine. It's called Play Zine. Yeah. I heard if I knew how to read, I could read about different fetish lifestyles, events, entertainment, and news. I guess I gotta go to the Playtime website to practice my reading skills.